Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Church Public. I'm Matt Odegaard, again, your host. This is episode 310, just in case you were counting. Today, I'm just going to cover one topic, and that is Lego. I'm a huge Lego fan. I've been a fan as long as I can remember. I've played with Legos literally as long as I can remember. I grew up playing with them. I had many of the iconic sets, the castle, the spaceship, many others I can't even name. And like many kids, I'd build the set once and then take it apart and add to the sets whatever I wanted. And I would create whatever I wanted. That's the beauty of Lego. I loved it. I could create endlessly. I could just use whatever my imagination created out of nothing or everything and put it all together and smash it all together. And my kids love it too for their whole lives. They've been playing with Legos. Many of my old Legos made it through to my kids and they've created all kinds of things. Now into all the amazing sets with Star Wars and with Harry Potter and with, I mean, just endless amounts of sets that you can create with Lego. And I love it. And not once, while playing with Legos, did I think about sex. Yeah, you probably heard that and went, wait, what? What? Why did you talk about sex during a discussion of Lego toys? Well, that's my point. Exactly. Why would you think about or talk about or much less promote sexual, sexual orientation or gender preferences when you are playing with Lego toys? Yet, that is exactly what the Lego company, the Lego stores, Lego social media are doing. And I, for one, am just really disturbed by it. So this is Church Public, where we talk about current events from a Christian perspective. And today we're going to talk about Lego. I'm Matt Odegaard, and this is Church Public. So welcome back to Church Public. Again, I am your host, Matt Odegaard. If you haven't already, go to churchpublic.com, check out all the things there. If you want to see some of the things we're going to look at today, because I'll be showing you a bunch of images from Lego, though I will describe them to the best of my ability. This may be an episode where you want to see the pictures, because again, the picture's kind of worth a thousand words. You may want to check it out. So churchpublic.com, the video will be posted there. I'm trying to get on the homepage. If not, I believe it is on the podcast page on the top. And if for some reason... The tech overlords decide that this shouldn't be on the particular place that I'm going to post it for the video. I will find another place to post it and get it on that page for you. So just uh, not fear. One way or another, we'll get it there for you. And this is uh, a good video to check out. So if you haven't already, if this is interesting to you, if you like it, like and share, subscribe, do all the things. But really... This is just a service for you. I'm doing this to help you understand what is going on in the world, in the culture, so that you can live out your faith. Because the reality is, like me, you may have grown up playing with Lego. You probably saw Lego. Maybe you went to the Lego store or you went to the Lego land and loved it. And it was great. And yet now Lego is joining in with the rest of the culture and saying, well, parents, kids, what you really need to know about Lego is LGBTQAAIP hashtag plus plus dollar sign smiley face squiggly emoji. Or something like that. That is what you really need to know. When you play with Lego, the thing that you really need to know is what gender identity are you? And you think, no, no, you're just exaggerating. You're making things up. Well, uh, don't take my word for it. Do your own work and check it out. I'm just trying to get there uh, so that you can understand some of this. So we're going to look at some of the slides and I'll tell you some of this that is going on in the Lego world these days. So here is the first. This is the A to Z of awesome. Now, the A to Z of awesome is actually, I believe, a 2022 or maybe even back to 2021 Pride campaign. Again, you know, Pride Month is June, though we are currently in April because this A to Z of awesome has been re-highlighted in April because now every month apparently is Pride Month. These are the new rules. 
here are some of the letters. And what I want to do, I'm going to spend just a little bit of time. I'll try to go through this as fast as I can. I know I already talk fast, so I will try not to talk too fast. But I'm going to go through a bunch of these letters, not all the A to Zs, but I'm going to talk about a bunch of them because you have to know what is Lego teaching your children. And that's my point here, parents and children, if you're listening. If you're playing with Lego, if you're looking at their social media, if they're going to your stores, and I will highlight a actual store, an actual Lego store where they're showing you these things in the Lego store, in the mall. If you do this, you will come into contact with these things in Lego. That's the thing. You're not just playing with castles. You're not just playing with cityscapes. You're not just playing with space stations or even the new Star Wars or any of the other branded paraphernalia that Lego has. No, now you are encountering the LGBTQIA++ hashtag dollar sign squiggly emoji. All of the things that entail there. You will encounter this if you continue to play with Lego. So you need to understand this is what is out there for you right now. So I'm going to go through some of these just so that you know. And the other reason that I wanted to go through a bunch of these letters specifically is if you've been wondering, why are there so many letters? Why? What are all these letters mean in the LGBTQ rainbow? I'm going to explain some of those because this campaign from Lego explains some of those. So this is actually educational for you, for me. This is educational so you can understand what do all these letters mean and what do people mean when they say these words that either you don't know or you thought they meant something else. So we're going to go through a couple of those as well. So let's go through some of these together. Here we go. We'll just go right to B. B is for buy. This is the slide from Lego. And again, if you're not watching and you want to see this, go to churchpublic.com. You can see the video here because I have the picture. And, and so for each of these A to Z alphabets, they've made a set that describes what this letter is. Anyway, okay, so he's, here's B for buy. B for buy is bisexuality. It's not always a quote, path you start and finish on it's something you are and it's not linear it's open and overlapping <sighs> we'll just keep going i can't even talk anymore about this one okay then we have c c is for coming out and you have a house and a door and a person is coming out of the door and yes this means exactly what you think it means coming out to me coming out represents a new beginning to a beautiful journey stepping forward into a more colorful world full of possibilities remember we're not just talking about leaving your house and going for a nice walk in the woods no we are talking about coming out in a gender identity way that is specifically geared towards your sexual identity this is marketed at children and this is about children choosing sexual identity. Keep going. F is for freedom. Again, I've, I've skipped a couple of these. You can go to lego.com and you can look up the A to Z to awesome. It is on their website right now. A to Z awesome. And you can read all of these for yourself. Feel free to do that. You don't have to believe me, but these are the stories that they just reposted a couple of days ago in April. So F is for freedom. A wedding in the Little White Chapel located in the middle of a big city was our memorable moment in time captured in this build. Now, you think, oh, that's nice. It's just a picture of a wedding. Like, that's great. Now, if you're not watching, what you may or may not notice is who is getting married in this picture. And it is... Two dudes with top hats. So this is a gay mirage. This is uh, what uh, the world would call marriage, but isn't because marriage is between a man and a woman. So this is two guys who are getting a civil union, uh, but they're calling it F is for freedom and it's a wedding. Let's keep going, even though, yeah, let's just keep going. Okay. G is for gay. 
I mean, pretty self-explanatory, but this person says, I grew up feeling ostracized, bullied, different, separated from where I felt belonged. I'm sorry, where I felt I belonged. Eventually, I found the sense of belonging in the LGBTQIA plus community. That was not me adding any letters. That's literally what's written here. And I was no longer, I'm sorry, and who I was no longer felt strange and ugly. And I mean, I just, I'm going to have to push into this one a little bit and say, what you hear in this is emotionally charged language. And you have to understand and sort through the emotionally charged language of who I was was no longer strange and ugly. That's a really sad statement. And I do have compassion for a person that feels strange and ugly. The reality is, I think, and this is just me talking because I'm only one person, I think we all feel strange and ugly at times. I think that's just the reality of it. I know I feel that way. I think everybody feels that way, especially in like, high school, middle school age. I mean, it's just a weird and awkward age. That's just the reality of it. We all just feel strange and ugly. I just read a thing on a supermodel. I don't remember her name because I don't, it doesn't matter to me that much, but I just read a thing on a supermodel, a supermodel who is very famous. And again, I don't really follow that world, so I don't know who it was. You probably would know if I said the name. doesn't matter. My point is this. I just read an article from this supermodel who is currently famous in acting and modeling. And said this exact same thing. They feel ugly most of the time. So I say that to highlight the fact that we all feel this way. Even the most successful, famous people on the planet for their looks feel strange and ugly. My problem with this is the conclusion here is if you feel strange and ugly, your body must be wrong. You must be in the wrong body. You must be in the wrong gender. You must be in the wrong sexual persuasion, not just man and woman, not just male and female equal a family and male plus female equals family. And then a baby comes along. No, the conclusion must be change your sexual orientation. That's my problem here. We're not doing biblical values because, again, this is current events from a Christian perspective. We're looking at biblical values and we're following biblical values. And in this, we're just coming to the conclusion that if you feel strange and ugly in any way at any time, then just change. And that is one, not a way to live, but it will not. And I, I can't stress this enough. It will not produce the happiness that you think. You think this is going to produce happiness for you, but it just doesn't. This doesn't, this, this way of going does not produce happiness, even though the culture is telling you, the politicians are telling you, the universities are telling you, Lego is telling you, this will make you happy if you do these transitions, if you if you go down these paths. And I'm I'm sad to say it won't. The only hope that we have is in Jesus. But let's keep going on this because I guess I saw it, so you have to as well. All right. We are now on J. Again, I skipped a couple, so go and and if you want to, go to Lego.com and look at the rest of these. But here's Jay. The greatest joy I have is spending time watching movies with my wife. We love movies, we love being at home together. Our home is filled with movies, music, and art. Now I could say this statement, and and actually, I I would agree with this statement. I have quite amount of joy watching movies with my wife, though I will be completely personally honest. And oh, I, I this was kind of throw my wife under the bus a little bit. She tends to fall asleep in movies. I think that's okay to say. I think that's a thing that that some wives do. She falls asleep in movies, so we've paid for a lot of naps for her at movies. But that's fine. And you know, I like spending time with her, and it is a joy for me to spend time with my wife watching movies. The problem here is again. When you zoom into this picture and see what's going on, this is a woman who apparently is named Angela, according to this slide that they posted on Lego Instagram. Angela's wife and she like watching movies. 
this is being talked to your kids. Just keep remembering that when you say, oh, I'm just a hateful bigot. This podcast host is just a hateful person that just hates everybody. I don't hate anybody. I don't. I just believe in reality. And the reality is a marriage is a man and a woman because that's what it is. I didn't invent that. That's what God said it was from the very beginning. Genesis, uh, Jesus himself said marriage is a man and a woman, Matthew 19. You can look that up for yourself. Feel free to check that out. There are many other places in the Bible as well that talk about marriage between a man and a woman. That is the definition of it. So to change it just destroys it. It doesn't add to it. doesn't make it more than you've just made something different. And I guess if you want to live and make something different, that's fine. But the question is, why are you telling this to children? Moving on. L is for lesbian. I, yeah. Um, and this one is a picture of an island. I'm just going to read this. L is for lesbian and for love. This is my love island inspired by my girlfriend. I'm just going to keep moving on. Okay. Then we have M is for marriage equality. Thanks to the work of those who have marched, petitioned, legislated. Many countries have granted marriage equality to LGBTQ people. Ooh, no plus on this one. Come on, guys. You can do better, Lego. You can do better. There's always a plus. Allowing them to celebrate their love with their friends and families. Again... The picture here is a cake, I guess, with a rainbow in the middle of the cake, a heart coming off the top of a cake as a decoration, a bubble, I don't know. And then, of course, on one side, you have two girls. On the other side, you have two guys. I just keep saying the same thing over and over again. Marriage is a man and a woman, so this is definitionally just not real, but okay, let's keep going. N is for non-binary. Here's where we start to just go off the rails if we weren't already. N is for non-binary. I chose to build... I chose to create a build that spoke about the celebration of non-binary and transgender identities. The build showcases the love I've received from other transgender community members and my non-binary pride. This is the colors of the non-binary flag as far as I know. And the people are yellow, white, blue, purple, and black, and light blue, and pink, and anyway, a lot of different colors of people. So again, non-binary for those that are... Having trouble keeping score means you aren't either man or woman and also love people who aren't men or women. You can basically just choose whatever. Again, this is saying, God, I don't believe you made me in a certain way. I'm going to change. I'm going to make myself my own God and change myself into whatever I feel like because I know better than you, God, who created me. Let's keep going. Q is for queer. Queer isn't an easy term to explain. This is this is their definition from their A to Z's. Q isn't uh, sorry. Queer isn't an easy term to explain. It represents lots of different things to lots of different people, but it is the coming together of varied parts of the community that represent its true strength and beauty. And the picture is just a giant Q in all of the rainbow colors. I don't even know what to say about this because their own definition is we don't know what it is. So, good job, everybody. Let's keep going. R is for rights, and it looks like, uh, I guess it's a, I really don't even know what this picture is. I'll read it. Human rights are often long fought for and hard earned. With this build, I wanted to create, I'm sorry, I wanted to celebrate all the inspiring and peaceful gatherings of people who have come together in support of the rights of others. So I guess it's a peaceful gathering, though, as we saw from the last episode, if you missed it, Riley Gaines, the swimmer who swam with Liam Thomas, I'm sorry, <laughs> Uh, what's the girl's name of Liam Thomas? The It doesn't matter, whatever. Anyway, whatever the girl's name of Thomas is, the guy that's pretending to be a girl swimmer, 
uh, Riley Gaines swam against him and has been on a tour across America saying, hey, a woman is a woman and men shouldn't swim with women because they destroy them in competition, which is exactly what happened to Riley Gaines. And she got attacked, physically attacked, by a lovely and peaceful group of trans uh, people. So, yeah, let's do peaceful gatherings, except for those that disagree with us. And in that case, I guess do worse things than peaceful things to them. I, I don't know what to say here, but also I, I got I to pause on this and say too. So R is for rights. Here, here's the problem. We throw these things around and we we try to to take these words that have meanings and then change them into words that that we want we want them to be, but they're they're not the actual words, right? So rights. What what are rights? The culture is trying to tell you that a right is something that you want to have and therefore you should have. So your right is to have this thing, and the culture says you you should have this thing. What a right actually is, is something that is given to you by someone else. Now, this is where it gets fuzzy a little bit because the culture, the government, the state wants to say, I get to decide what a right is and what I can give to you, like marriage outside of the definition of actual marriage. And the problem is you can only have a right that is real and exists. So a right does come from outside of you. That's true. But the right doesn't actually come from the government. The government protects the rights, and that's why we have the Bill of Rights. They protect things you already have. Like, you have the freedom to speak. I'm exercising that right now. You have the freedom to practice your religion because you are allowed to exercise that. And that's not given by the government. It's protected by the government. That right is given by God himself. Both of those things, among other rights, the right to protect yourself, the right to own property. Those are things that are given by God, not by the government. They're protected by the government. But people get confused in that and they think, well, the government gets to invent a right for you if you want to have that. And if your culture speaks loud enough about it. But that's not really a right. And that's where you get even into this, um, even into this Lego thing where it's R is for rights. The, the problem is human rights is not really a thing. It says they're long fought for and hard earned, but that's not where human rights come from. You don't fight to have a right. You can fight with the government or fight for a government to protect a right, but the right exists outside of humanity because it's given to you by God. If you don't believe in God, then you have to, by definition, use something else to invent a right. But that's where we start getting all squirrely because then you can just invent whatever right you want. And that's where we get into the place that we're in. You have one track of morality that's saying, I'm going to invent all the rights for you. And whoever decides those are the rights are going to be the rights. And you have another track who's saying, well, rights actually come from outside of you. They come from God. And therefore, God is the one who gets to decide what a right really is. And, and that's the problem because these two sides are running into each other because either God invented the right or you invented the right, but you, you're crashing together because you don't agree on what a right actually is. And Lego is obviously on the cultural side in this, as we've just seen. A couple more on this. Um, I'm sorry it's been so long, but this is just what your kids are being taught by Lego. So we got to talk about it. S is for spectrum. Growing up, binary gender felt restrictive like gravity weighing me down to a planet I couldn't call home. But since having left the atmosphere, I have felt free to explore the cosmos and be myself. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about this one. Um... And I'm not laughing at this person. I, I'm laughing at how confused they are. I don't even know what this means. So there's a spectrum, apparently, of gender, and it's not binary. It's not just male and female. So it can be whatever you want it to be. Again, that's the plus in the LGBTQAIP+. Um, 
so this person says now they've left Earth's gravity and left the atmosphere and they can explore the cosmos in their gender, which really is a great illustration that this reality that you're trying to create is out of this world. It, it's not real. There is a binary. I, I mean, I hate to say these true things to you and, and there's going to be really there's going to be people who are really offended by this. But true is true. There are two genders. There's male, there's female. Um, there's a very small percentage of people who have some some different or combination of body parts. But the norm is clearly male and female. And spiritually, it's male and female. I mean, th this is just reality. And you can fight against it, but you end up literally going to space like this person and saying, well, now I have left the atmosphere so I can do whatever I want to do. <sighs> That's the problem because you can't. All right. We're almost done here. T is for trans. I mean, this one is pretty obvious. In the transgender garden, all types of genders are reflected. The butterfly is a symbol for many trans people as it's about coming out of your real self and, be, and being trapped. I'm sorry, coming out as your real self after being trapped in a, in a cocoon. Man, I can't talk today. Coming out as your real self after being trapped in a cocoon. So this is the religious, spiritual view of transgender. And this is the most... Um, the most civilizationally dangerous of all of them, because what this is saying is you're not who you are when you're born. You're who you are when you come out of your cocoon and become who you are. In other words, you become who you are when you realize spiritually who you really are inside and change your outside to reflect your inside. You believe in your heart, soul, mind, I don't know, body, not body, heart, soul, and mind, that your body is not right, right? And it's the exact opposite of Christianity because Christianity says you are who you were made to be in Christ and your sin nature, the, the problem that you have in the flesh, uh, Jesus talks about this, Paul talks about this, Peter talks about this, the sin nature corrupts your flesh and makes you not become who you were meant to be because you make mistakes and you're not holy as God is holy. You're not righteous. You don't do the right things. So that's why we have Jesus. That's why we have the power of the Spirit that gives the fruit of the Spirit. And that transforms you from the inside out into who God has originally made you to be that hasn't been corrupted by the outside. This is the opposite where it says you're something on the inside and the outside is corrupt and so you need to change your outside to match your inside. And the problem is, well, what does that mean? And you have to do that with chemicals, with surgeries, and especially to, as this is targeted, children, which is why we run into uh, problems and have to continue to talk about truth in this. All right, we're getting close. Welcome. I'm sorry, W is for welcome. I love reading to children at the library, and I'm so happy that the books on our shelves can show all types of love and all types of families so everyone can feel welcomed and represented. Oh, again, I and and so if you look at this picture, you've got a person reading in the library, but read what this is actually saying. It's saying in the library to children, I love reading to them about sexuality and gender. In what world is it okay for a random person in a library to tell your child about their sexuality or their gender or their private parts? 
this is not good and it should not be good. And everyone should know this, but apparently this is not common sense to this culture and the culture is actively fighting for this type of behavior. And we've got to speak truth against that. Why is for you are amazing. I wanted to incorporate the trans flag and the rainbow flag as identify as pansexual as well as transgender, both identities I was unable to be free to express growing up by a person named River. I, this just, I, I really don't want to be mean, but I don't know what else to say here. This person is saying they're both trans and pan or whatever. They're so, they just sound really confused to me. They just sound really confused. And that makes me sad for this person. And, and I would love to counsel this person and, and talk to them about who they are in Christ. But as an advertising campaign for Lego, this is really dangerous for children. This is telling your children you can be pansexual or transsexual or any sexual or whatever. And again, children. I'm just going to keep going here. I'll try to get through the end. Okay. Uh, all right. So that that's the end. That's the end of the the awesome ABCs or whatever it was. I can't even remember at this point because it's just it's it's too too much. Um, this is the Lego A to Z. Lego A to Z. Awesome. That's what it was. All right. So here's the thing. Um, we need to understand that this is being aimed at our children and we need to understand the ramifications in real life of this. So I came across, um, one, I'll, I'll give you this. This was, this is what we just saw. Um, this, this just popped up, um, out of order on my thing, but I'll show you. This is a plaque, a display inside the New York city Lego store. And it says play New York City and it has rainbows and hearts and everything and then all of the flags um, and, and all these flags. I'm not going to go through all the flags. I just looked it up again. There were around 81 plus genders, at least according to their math. And it just keeps going on. This probably has a dozen or two dozen different flags represented because of course you have to represent but you also have to do the plus because it's a never-ending spectrum because you can just invent whatever you want or change every single day because you can be whoever you want to be and there is no actual truth but my point here is here is a store where a person um the his his i think instagram is rev Wu truth pastor and it's pastor I'm, I'm going to do this the best I can, but I think it's Amanchuku. And he went in to buy a Lego for his child, and he was met with employees wearing the Pride Progress flag. Now, again, the Pride Progress flag is the rainbow flag, the old one, but it also includes this little um, angular triangle thingy on the other end because it also has progress and trans and all the other things in it. So this person, this pastor went into the Lego store, which is why I say this is, it is in front of your children and you need to have conversations with them about this and you need to protect them from this and maybe try not to support things that are trying to convert your children into this ideology, this religion. But this rat led to a rather heated conversation. And I've clipped a little bit of this. You can go online and find the full version, but there were some words that I just didn't want to play on my show um, because of this, but I'll, I'll play a little bit of this for you. And this is a father um, who's a pastor as well, but talking to the employee about, about what was going on in the store. And so I'll, I'll play this for you and, and we'll take a look. The Lego group 
But the question is, why are you all in here with those pins on? All right, so that was a little hard to hear, but if you didn't hear it, he asked the Lego supports what? And then one of the employees said the Lego the Lego company supports LGBTQ, right? And and this other guy comes up and says, yeah. And so this pastor father comes and says, well, why are you wearing those pins? And if, if again, if you can't see, this particular employee is wearing the Pride Progress pin. It's, it's on the top right next to his name tag there. Pride Progress pin. And this is the Lego store, which I know there's a lot of adults that buy Legos, but ostensibly Lego is for children. Ostensibly. It is a child's toy. I'm throwing no shade if you like Lego as an adult. Fine. I like Lego too, or at least did. But but this is the reality of this brand that has now entered, entered the cultural battle of do you believe in reality and traditional values or do you believe in this new religious identity or are you bullied, which is what we're going to see in a moment. So this this guy, this pastor, this father is saying, why are you wearing these pins? And part of the clip that I, that I edited out is him discussing what the pins represent, which we's, we've talked about here. This pin represents your sexuality. So you have to understand when you see this pin, that is what it means. It doesn't have anything to do with age, but if your children are around this, you have to understand that is what you're telling them. And this this father is like, this is a Lego toy store and you are showing this pin to Lego to two children, what do you think they're talking about? So here's here's more of that interaction. I believe, man. Do, I mean, do, do you think they I care? I don't think they think about that personally. Right. They so why would so, so, they think about it when they see your pen? No, they don't. It's <laughs> yes, they do. It's, it's disgusting. Call That's called grooming. Okay. Right. Did y'all mind leaving? Yeah. If you call security, tell security that you're, that you're in here you wearing a pride flag on your, on your shirt. Come on, guys. It's time to leave. Well, you know what's amazing? Most children don't know. He's been educated by me. I think it's grooming. It's, it's borderline pedophilia and child abuse for these weirdos to come in here and wear that. And at the same time, kids buy from the store. When does sir, it stop? Sir, I'm sick and tired. You don't have to shop. Huh? Yeah, but I came here to buy something. When does it stop? At some point, we need to stop pushing this mess on children. At this point, we're just going to have to ask you to leave. I'll leave. Okay. And I won't spend any money at Lego. Fantastic. If you're in here right now, sir, if you're sir. in here right now and you care sir. about value, this store is intentionally promoting LGBTQ behavior on children. Sir, you're, you're spend your money in a place that sir. doesn't do that to kids. Sir, sir. you're about to get trespassed. Thank you. So listen, I, that may have seemed aggressive to you, but I want to applaud this father, this pastor for standing up and saying this is what you're teaching children. And and he even asked this employee, hey, uh, do you think that kids know this? And they're like, no, I don't think kids think about that. And he's like, no, you put that pin on and you put it on in a toy store for children. That means you're trying to tell children about this sexuality. There is no other alternative to why you're doing that. The reason you're doing this is putting on this pin to tell children about sexuality. 
period. That's what's going on. And this, you know, father goes on to say, like, this is terrible and somebody needs to start talking about this. So I applaud this father for talking about this. And that is the thing, right? That That's the thing that it, we have to talk about. We have to understand from a Christian perspective, this cultural reality that is all around us that we may even begin to get a little numb to and well think, oh, there's no, that's not that bad. They're, like, there's no big deal about this. People are just living their life. You do you. It's no problem. But this is bad. And the reason it is, the whole point of LGBTQAAIP hashtag plus plus dollar sign squiggly emoji is this describes sexual orientation. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, etc. Actually, again, I just searched gender expressions and there are 81. I was going to start listing more, but there are 81 and I don't want to list 81. You can go and look it up if you want, but I wouldn't recommend it. That's just how many there are. Most of them sound like dinosaurs, but this is just it. This is about sexual expression. This describes whom you love, whom you are attracted to, and what you do sexually. That's what these letters stand for. So when we see the flag, when we see these letters, when we see Legos, Target, at children, we should come to the place where this father comes to. Why are there displays and pins in the Lego store, which is marketed to children? Let's and, and say, if you haven't thrown your phone away at this point, let's put it another way. Here's a question. At what age do you think children should decide who they are sexually attracted to? Sure, you should have some kind of conversation about reproduction with your children shortly before puberty. Did you notice I said your children? That was very intentional. I don't want my children to learn about sexual reproduction or identity or preference from a toy store at the mall, and you should not either. This father is exactly right. When are we going to stand up, put our money where our mouth is, where put our money where our beliefs are, and stop supporting all of this ridiculous behavior? Now, am I actually surprised by any of this? No, not at all. This is the conclusion of the radical gender cult indoctrinating our entire culture. This is the goal for them, the end result of all of the critical theories that I've talked about at length that I'm not going to get into today. You can go back in the archives and listen to it. If you can show the generation that their parents' values, their faith, their religion, their structure are just plain bad, you can steer the entire community toward your preferred values. You can drive a wedge between child and parent, promising the child will be more loved by their community than by their parents. And then you can get that child to do whatever you want, however sick and twisted that is. And the media, the government, the colleges, the schools, they are all backing this. They are all fighting for this. That should tell you something. California is working on Bill 665, where children as young as 12 can claim mental health struggles and effectively terminate parents' rights. This is the real-life application of what all this does. A child can leave their parents' home, go to a group support home, and there will be nothing nothing the parent can do about it as long as a school psychologist or some other mental health quote-unquote expert signs off on it. This is the goal. They want the kids to be alienated from their parents. They want the kids to be alienated from you so that they can teach the children whatever they want with no pushback from those pesky parents like you. This is particularly effective in the trans cult. If a parent refuses to say the chosen pronoun or name of their own child, the parent is labeled as dangerous by the state and the child can be removed from the household. This isn't a joke. I'm not kidding. This is really happening in states like California. And I think I just read another one in Washington, but I have to research that story a little bit more. This is happening around America right now. And I don't bring this story to scare you or to bring you down or even complain. I share this story to show you what this culture is doing. You need to understand this from a Christian perspective. You need to know the truth and you need to know what the culture is doing so that you know how you can live out your faith. They are radically pursuing the children in avenues you probably thought were safe, like plastic building blocks that have been around for almost a century. 
You must protect your children. You must teach your children values and morals and faith and do it now. Don't wait. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him and be firm in your faith. 1 Peter 5, 8, and 9. You are charged with the raising of your children, not the schools, not the TV, not the Lego store, certainly not the internet, and not even the church, though that does definitely help. You are the primary teacher of your children, so God's word and good theology are necessary to avoid the devil's traps. For Church Public, I'm Matt Odegaard, and as always, keep the faith. Thank you.